don't forget my cold sports MVPs. Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, is yours for free today, right now. All you have to do is go to ColeJohnsonOnline.com and get that copy. That's right. Why Your Goat Ain't Mine, the five greatest quarterbacks of all time, for free. Go get it. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast that is on another level. That is for the intelligent sportsman or sportswoman. It is for all of you. Cold Sports! I am that man. I am your illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson, and I am here to give you sports on another level. And on this podcast, we, of course, have headlines as always and as usual. We're going to put a subject under further review, and we're going to award the adult of the week. But for right now, let's get to those headlines. Dateline, Los Angeles. So apparently the renaissance that is the, the dawning of Showtime 2.0 is hitting all sorts of snags. Apparently, Nick Young, I refuse to call him Swaggy P, and Jordan Clarkson acted inappropriately with a woman who was supposedly, how can I say this, a social activist. So apparently, Sunday night, this uh, young lady and her 68-year-old mother were was at a Los Angeles stoplight. Two guys pulled to the side of them. They said and did inappropriate things. Uh, the young lady takes a picture of these two men. And after she filters this out into social media, her friends say, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, that, that's Swaggy P and Jordan Clarkson. And of course, well, the, the Lakers believe in Young and Clarkson because Young and Clarkson are saying they're not guilty in all this. Well, my friends, you are guilty in one aspect, and one aspect alone. You are guilty of horrible judgment. You all represent a professional franchise. You can slip up just slightly, and it will make you and the whole organization look bad. This is no different. And if you are to blame or not to blame, you are to blame for the fact that you were inappropriate in your actions. Now, you may not have sexually harassed anybody. You may not have been improper in, in conduct. But you put yourself in the position to either be sued, to have your reputation sullied, or simply just to show that you all are immature. And judging by the actions on, your, on the court, you all are heavily guilty of that infraction for sure. You all have to mature. No questions about it. Dateline, Oklahoma City. Speaking of 2.0, looks like Oscar Robertson 2.0 reared its ugly head, or I should say reared its pretty head, 
once again. Russell Westbrook, the man that is always angrily on a mission, recorded his 15th triple-double of the year. 15. Now, of course, in referring to Robertson, he, of course, averaged a triple-double in a year, which that feat is going to be very difficult to, to, to equal. But if there's going to be a guy that's going to do it, it probably will be Westbrook. Now, the reason why I'm bringing up that, that triple-double number is this one. 15-0. and 0. That is the record the Thunder have when this guy records a triple-double this year. So if I am uh, Billy Donovan, I would say, hey, Russ, we're going to do everything possible for you to be equal parts scorer, Windex glass cleaner, and distributor. The, the part of the game that I really like the most about him, I'm not surprised that he can rebound because he's determined, aggressive, and angry enough to get them. He came into the league shooting, so that didn't surprise me. He has upped, he has upped his ante and he has upped his game by being a team player and dishing. That is a welcomed change for me, and I'm glad to see that Westbrook is taking the point guard position seriously and is willing to share the wealth because as good as he is when he shares the wealth the team is much better 15 and 0 proves it dateline san antonio the man that is called the best two-way player in the game Kawhi leonard yeah Kawhi leonard he has a $94 million contract in his, in his grasp. He has a sponsorship from Wingstop, but he lives in a two-bedroom home and drives a 1997 Chevy Tahoe. Now, when asked about why he drives a Chevy Tahoe and not something more elaborate or newer or, more, or fancier, he said, and I quote, I drive the car because it works and it's paid for. Close quote. Now, we can throw all sorts of whatever we want to throw at whomever deserves it in terms of props. But Kawhi deserves his props. And this is why I believe he's overlooked. He's unassuming. And he actually does say, quote, I don't even look to have praise heaped upon me. That's not really why I do it. I just want to, I just want to get on the court and play and that's it. Close quote. That's him. That is Kawhi Leonard. And look, I, I love Curry. I actually like LeBron. And I like many other players in the league, but this dude is fast becoming my favorite player in the game. Because the humility that you see with this young man is rare in these days, no matter if you're talking about the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL. NASCAR, I don't care what professional sport, and definitely boxing. You don't see a man who is humble and successful. This is a good combination right here. And kudos to him. Kudos to him. I, I hope it continues. I hope it lasts. Dateline, Cleveland. The search 
for the quarterback of the future is over. Yes, if you're Cleveland, you are so happy that you have now gotten Robert Griffin III. I'm sorry, I gotta do this right. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the search for your quarterback for the dog pound clad Cleveland Browns is over. Now starting at quarterback in the brown and the orange from Baylor University in his fifth year in the NFL. He wears number 10 on the jersey, but he's number one in your heart. RG3 Robert Griffin III. Well, Browns fan, be happy. Your quarterback of the immediate future has arrived in a deal that basically is cap friendly and team friendly and definitely uh, quarterback starved, but I don't think. RG3 really is hurting for money. RG3 is taking in a stride. He's, he said that he was thankful of playing in a, a, a system underneath uh, Hugh Jackson, and he, he sees he envisions success for himself. Well, I hope that happens. I hope it does for him. Now, if you were to talk to Ravens fan, Steelers fan, and Bengals fan, they're saying that his career is absolutely over. Because the defenses of those three teams are going to maul, mash, and smash <laughs> RG3. And then, sorry, I don't mean that that's funny to me because it's not. What is funny is that you have these people ready to write him off now simply because he signed on to a team that is now starting its 25th quarterback in 18 years. Now, who's to say that this man is not the one? Hopefully he will be. I know Cleveland is absolutely famine-starved for a successful franchise. They haven't had anything for which to truly cheer since Bernie Kosar was their quarterback. And we're talking, what, 1990, 1989, 1988? That's now almost 30 years. Cleveland, Cleveland is starved, at least football-wise, for a success on the mistake by the lake. I mean, on the shores of Lake Erie. Hopefully this is a step toward that success. Here's to you, buddy. From one Texas brother to another, I hope you do succeed. When I come back... I'm going to put a subject in definite need to be put on a further review. In fact, this would be a co this would be a co-winner of Dolt of the Week. But immediately following this break, you guessed it, it is that time to award the Dolt of the Week. And it's coming right at you after the break. Sports available on ColeJohnsonOnline.com, YouTube, iTunes, 
Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Cold Sports presents The Gathering, Saturday, April the 2nd, 3 p.m. If you're in the Nashville area, anywhere in the Nashville area, come on down to Buffalo Wild Wings. That's right, you heard the date, April 2nd, you heard the time, 3 p.m. The party's going to be located in Buffalo Wild Wings in the West Nashville Shopping Center at 6816 Charlotte Pike. Come bring it, The Gathering, Saturday, April 2nd, 3 p.m. Come on down. that time ladies and gentlemen it's that time ladies and gentlemen it is that time to award someone very special with the title and the trophy of dolt of the week dolt of the week sponsored by nobody but i'm still going to give it to you straight with no chaser and this week's winner just by a hair is none other than the 26 year old boxer who is supposed to be the heir apparent to the money team adrian bronner now why is this young man the adult of the week winner for the week it is because he has a fight on April 1st, which, of course, is next weekend, he was preparing for that fight when TMZ Sports detailed an incident that happened back in January where Bronner allegedly assaulted and robbed a man using a gun outside of a Cincinnati bowling alley following a high-stakes betting exhibition on bowling games. Yeah, you heard what I said. This man was betting on bowling games. Is you that hungry for money, man? Why? You about to get into a fight, and you hold a you hold a, a fellow gambler at gunpoint because you weren't getting broken off with your paper, right? Why were you even betting in the first place? Oh, Lord. Well, apparently, the junior welterweight champion is facing felony assault and aggravated robbery charges because of this event. And NBC News, also citing the police, reported earlier this week that there are two active warrants for Bronner's arrest, and they are related to the same incident. 
Now, Cincinnati is, is his hometown, so that's why Brana was there. What I find perplexing about this whole thing, though, is your fight was coming up, and you knew, your, you knew this fight was happening even in January. This fight was two, then two months away. All you had to do was be on a straight and narrow train and be focused on your next opponent. But you had to be a big shot in your hometown, wave some, wave some cheddar in front of people, and act the fool. That's right, I said act the fool. Now, according to the Cincinnati Inquirer, the suit alleges that the alleged victim, Christopher Carson, wagered as much as $6,000 a bowling match. And apparently, Carson won 8000 from Bronner before the fighter ran out of the dough. And then, obviously, he ran out the dough. And, of course, just like any hungry better, Bronner then wagered another 6000 on credit. He then became upset, and he then left the bowling alley when, after Carson won a total of fourteen grand off of Bronner, had the incident ensued. Bronner sought another 6000 for a final game, but Carson was like, mm, no, I'm good. Now, this incident allegedly happened around 3 a.m. Now, so allegedly Carson was punched twice by Bronner, who had a gun in the hand. And of course, the punches split Carson's chin and knocked him out. And while that happened, a snatch and grab to the tune of $12,000 happened from Bronner. And Carson was out 12000 in cash. Carson's attorney says, quote, Adrian seems to have a penchant for walking around town and slugging people. We want it to stop. Close quote. Well, yeah, I want that to stop. But what I want to stop even more is this petty, stupid, immature thought process. You are a professional boxer, Bronner. You are not some petty thug. Yet you're acting like one. That, henceforth right now, needs to stop. When I come back, I'm going to put a subject under further review. Listening to Cole Sports on ColeJohnsonOnline.com, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. One more time, my Cole Sports MVPs, why your GOAT ain't mine. The five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history is yours right now for free, for free, for free. All you have to do is go to ColeJohnsonOnline.com. That's ColeJohnsonOnline.com. Go there, get that book, and it is for you absolutely free, and you can get it right now. This goes out to all my Nashville peeps. Come on down to Buffalo Wild Wings, West Nashville Shopping Center, 6816 Charlotte Pike. 
3 p.m. Saturday, April 2nd. Bring it, and I'll bring some wings with me. My next set of podcasts, I'm going to do a special one on WrestleMania 32. Yes, you heard me. I am a wrestling fan, and I have something to say about that event, which is coming up not this weekend, but next weekend. I'm also, of course, going to award the DOT of the month for March, and of course, your regular headlines, your upon further reviews, and future DOT of the week for the next week. But for right now, on this podcast, I'm going to put this subject upon further review. So apparently sexism is not dead. Boy, what I wish it would be. Now, former Indian Wells CEO Raymond Moore, I say former, and the events uh, tournament uh, director, he ignited some controversy this, this past week at a news conference when he decided to just pop off at the mouth and say that women's tennis owed a debt of gratitude to the stars of the men's game. Mr. Moore said, and I quote, In my next life, when I come back, I want to be someone in the WTA. That means Women's Tennis Association. Because they ride on the coattails of the men. They don't make any decisions, and they are lucky. They are very, very lucky. If I was a ladies player... I'd go down every night on my knees and thank God that Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal were born because they have carried this sport. They really have. Close quote. Really? The, the, the old saying is absolutely true. It is better to be thought of as a fool than to open that pie hole and remove all doubt. Because, Mr. Moore, that statement right there basically says you a fool. Now, of course, you apologize for those remarks. But, personally, the player that is saving the whole sport, which is a woman, didn't let you off so easily. And I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad she didn't. I'm glad she did not let you off the hook. I'm glad she didn't let you off the hook. Look, your sport, at least in this country and probably a few others, competes with other entities to have a share of the sports pie. But I can honestly tell you that when I, when I go and I talk to many men and women men and women, about tennis, unless they really follow the sport, they're not going to say to me, oh man, I really, really, really hope 
to watch Rafael Nadal. I am clamoring to see Roger Federer. Who that Andy Murray is something else. I'm telling you, do you see, do you see those? Do you see that forehand by uh, Novak Djokovic? Those are the four best players in the world on the men's side. I don't hear jack about them in terms of the fan interest. You know what I hear about? Man, when is Serena going to win her next Grand Slam? Man, I hope Serena is happy in her life outside of tennis. Ooh, did you see the dress that she was wearing? Man, she looks good. Why is New York Times, or whatever publication, says that she looks like a man? And in my estimation, Serena doesn't come close to looking like a man. <laughs> I'm hearing more things about Serena. And I even hear a few things about Maria Sharapova. I hear more things about those two. And when I was younger, I've heard more things about Venus. More things about Martina Hingis. And definitely more things about Anna Kornikova, a woman who didn't win any Grand Slams, but was earning more money than everybody on the tour combined. I heard more about them than I did any man. So don't come to me and say that the women's game should get on their hands and knees and thank God for the men's game. Unless you really follow the sport, people don't care about the men's game. They don't care about the men's game. They care about the women's game. Now, personally, the action, I do like more on the men's side than the women's side. But for the personalities, I always liked the women more than the men. I always did. Always did. And I still do now. Now, credit to the big-time players on the men's side. They're rallying to the side of the WTA. Andy Murray said, and I quote, I think there should be equal pay, 100%, especially at all combined events. The timing of it was just so strange. It was right before you had a great women's final with like 16,000 people sitting in the stadium. Close quote. But Serena made me proud. She did. When she said, and I quote, If I have a daughter and she plays tennis and I have a son who plays tennis, I wouldn't say that my son deserves more money because he's a man. I would say they deserve the same amount of money. Close quote. We are at a time in, in sports where we cannot afford to have gray areas in this instance. The men work hard, the women work just as hard. And quite frankly, the women are bringing more eyeballs to the sport than the men are. That normally is, as Reggie Jackson used to say, the straw which stirs the drink. From my vantage point, Serena is the straw that stirs all of tennis's drink. And if anybody should get on their hands and knees and thank God that tennis is a viable sport that it is today, it is Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic, and Annie Murray. And they all should say, thank you, God for a woman who was about to claim history in Serena Williams.
If you happen to like this podcast or anyone preceding this one, why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. That's sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Facebook. That's Cole Sports. Again, sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Instagram and Stitcher and SoundCloud and iTunes and YouTube. And if you're looking at me on YouTube, check the description tab below and click on any of those links I just described. Then like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. But most importantly, enjoy. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I'm Cole Johnson. And this is...